Good morning, quitters. How are we doing today? Merry Memorial Day to all of you at home. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Today is May 31st. You know me. I'm your host, Maxim Allen, coming at you with more Don't Quit Your Day Job action. Uh, this week, we have another comedy episode. You know me. I like to typically like to space these out, but then I really thought about it, and I was like, actually, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so I think in the coming weeks... Uh, We'll have a, we're, I'm going to have a few comedians for sure. There's going to be a lot of comedy talk, but I know you guys are going to enjoy it. I'll have a lot of great guests, assuming they don't flake, flake on me, which happens. Uh, a little insider trading to the show. I am flying by the seat of my pants often. If I have lined up a guest, they I am asking them three days before recording to come on the show. <laughs> and that's just how it is. But today, my guest is uh, new, newer to the New York City comedy scene. He's making a big splash in a big way. <laughs> uh, please welcome right now, Antoine Nesrala. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is WDQYDJ. Don't quit your day job. Your host, DJ Antoine with DJ Maxim Allen. We're in <laughs> it, everybody. We're spinning tracks. We got the hottest music that we'll play. Hit that Funk Flex bomb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We might get thrown off the air for that one. That's a trademark for Hot 97. All right. I don't know if we can say that. I don't know. I used to say that on air. <laughs> I used to say that on air uh, when I did college radio where I say something and I'd be like, I don't know if I should have said that. And, um, you know, we just we just kept it moving. I should, I should also let you know that we cut nothing from the show. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, this, this was follow up from our previous conversation before we started recording. That Antoine used to do uh, college radio, so mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, "You should do a radio intro." Here we are. It's twelve oh nine. Call in at one eight hundred one 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 and give us your hot tracks that you want to hear. <laughs> I feel like the call ins would be so much fun on radio. Like if I if there was a way for me to get call ins during the podcast, I totally would. Like. <laughs> yes. But it'd be weird because they'd be like, oh, let me call into a show who I don't know <laughs> nope. who's on it and don't know what's happening. <laughs> Hello? Uh, can I order a Big Mac? Uh, this is a podcast. This is not <laughs> This is not McDonald's. Oh, I thought I was calling Papaginos. There's not a Papaginos here in New York City. <laughs> that is a New England thing. I don't know where we're going with this. All right. Well, <laughs> well, we can kick this off. So, Antoine, you are a comedian. Yes. Where are you from, and what was your first comedy exposure? All right. Uh, from Massachusetts, uh, outside the city of Boston. Mm. Um, first comedy exposure. So, like, just comedy in general. Yeah. Well, what, what, what was the first comedy you heard or watched or listened to? How old were you? So, not even, like, stand-up. We're just talking comedy. Yeah. I would say, I would say, ah, man. I mean, in the broadest sense, I mean... If you want to be like specific or not specific, I'm, I know I get wordy. I get it. Um, <laughs> this is a very simple question, Antoine. Um, I would say, you know, I don't know, Rugrats, The Simpsons, mm -hmm. um, you know, watching those shows. Yeah. Um, and then like comedy movie. No, this is not even a comedy movie, but it was like Rush Hour. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, the original, it's hilarious. Mm, I mean, yeah, yeah, they 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 got they got some lines in there. Um, and what else? So you're kind of doing the comedy TV, comedy movies. What was what was? Do yeah. you remember your first exposure to like stand up comedy? Oh, okay, yes and no. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll tell you yes and no. So um, I think I don't know. 
I definitely, it definitely, I was younger than the first special that I ever watched, mm-hmm. like in full. Um, it was a segment. So I was like on a trip. I, be- I want to say I was on a trip with my brother. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we went to go rent movies and a movie that he rented or somebody rented. I don't know. It was on the TV. But I'll never forget this because I, when I got into stand-up, I wanted to see this again. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the original Three Kings of Comedy, you know, with Steve Harvey, Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. So that DVD was being played, and I saw, you know, the segment with Bernie Mac, and he says, uh, you know, the word motherfucker can be used as an uh, adjective mm-hmm. noun. And I saw that bit, and it was just hilarious. And but I was also very young, and I was like, "That was funny. That was funny," because I think he was just swearing. Yeah. Um. But I didn't like get. You know, I was like super, you know, like a baby. Not a baby. It wasn't a baby, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I was um, too, uh, you know, too young to to kind of get what was right, going on. Right. And then I guess, and then after that, I saw, I saw like a clip of not a clip. But again, it was like a it was like a segment of um Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker. Okay. Like yeah. a, I saw like a, it was like flipping through the channels and I just saw this guy and he was talking on stage and he was like just talking and people were laughing and I saw like maybe a little bit of it. I laughed and then around the age of 13, I was like I was like what was that thing that I saw? Yeah. With that guy. Who was that guy? Okay, what was it? Bigger and Blacker. We're putting it on. Saw it, and then I just like, yeah, I I this I saw it, and then I just like kept playing it because of how funny it was. Yeah, yeah. And and then this was like right before, so thirteen, I was like all like, oh, what else does he does he have? So I listened yeah. to his album, uh, Born Suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then so so Chris Rock has like a bunch of comedy albums. Yeah. One of the, I think one of his first ones is Born Suspect, and then he has um, it's it's I'll tell you what special it is, but it's not mm-hmm. that the album's not called what the special is. Right, it's his Bring the Pain special, and um, blanking on the name of the album, yeah. But it's all the bits from that, and it's spliced with skits and stuff. And I listened to that, and that was like, oh, like <laughs> what? This is just <laughs> crazy. So you're and, a kid, you get into like Chris Rock kind of accidentally, and then you're just like fully sucked into him. Yeah, I was like sad, and I needed something to laugh, to get me to laugh, yeah. and I just remember, you know, I saw this guy, and he was talking on stage, and I want, I know, what, what, what mm-hmm. was that? And yeah, it was, uh, I, yeah, I got into Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker, and then saw his like catalog like on I like downloaded it from like iTunes <laughs> and I was just listening to it. I would do my homework with him in the background just, yeah. just <laughs> yelling and then I got all like amped up for never scared because mm-hmm. that was the next thing that he was gonna release. It right. was like twenty thirteen and then in uh not twenty thirteen. I was thirteen. <laughs> so that's two thousand three. Okay. Everyone here is doing the math, I'm thirty, about to be thirty one. Um and and uh yeah so it was like 2004 is when he released Never Scared okay. and uh that one I saw I was like I was like uh, I yeah I want to see this yeah and I saw it and it was like it was it was like can I can I tell you the two like okay those two specials <laughs> I'm, I I love them they're, yeah. they're great um but there's like one joke in 
in um never scared mm-hmm. that he like says and it's just like it's it's a it's it's a joke with a really good point mm-hmm. and it's about he's talking about tupac and biggie uh and their you know murders slash slash assassinations he's talking mm-hmm. about tupac and him being um murdered and he's like you know you, you're telling me you can't you're telling me i'm i i don't know can i be can i do can i do you can, can i do absolutely it? do can it I, okay all right uh, uh you, you know you're telling me uh you can um you can uh you can you're telling me you can find Saddam Hussein in a hole, but you can't tell me who shot Tupac. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. about the whole thing of like how um of how yeah, of how Tupac died. And you know, that that was it. That was it. They, they nobody investigates. Uh oh, I think that was the cat. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> He's just chilling. Yeah. And it was just like, that is like such a good point. Like, and then he then he tags it with, you know, Tupac's uh no, uh, so, you know, Saddam Hussein, you know, Saddam was in Iraq, Tupac got shot in Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I mean he's a, he has a bunch of other great jokes, but that's like not one of them, but it's like oh. So oh. you're like you're like comedy consuming awakening was Chris Rock. Yeah. What what do you remember the first artist that you branched out from him? Were you ever like did you start listening to someone else and be like this is nothing like Chris Rock? Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. but I loved it. I didn't think I'd love it, but I did. Who was it? Mitch Hedberg. Oh. A classic. Strategic I mean, yeah. Grill Locations or I think I messed up that album name. <laughs> I'm the worst when it comes to these names because I'm trying to remember all the the bits I'm writing, and it's just like taking up whatever space is in my mind. Yeah. Uh, so so if I'm mispronouncing any mispronouncing or uh, not saying some of these album names correctly, forgive me. I I straight up like have I don't think I've almost ever listened to a comedy album. Like oh. maybe a couple. Yep. I've mainly watched specials, but like, gotcha. I feel like getting like going from Chris Ro- Chris Rock to Mitch Hedberg is such a vibe switch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but also in like the best way that you could, yes. you know? <laughs> yeah, it was uh Mitch Mitch Hedberg, um, and that was because so I was like you know got into Never Scared right and um uh you know this is high school and I don't know who but somebody was like wait listen to him like Chris Rock. Because Chris Rock released the special, and then he released an album. And I was like, mm. I had an iPod. That can't show video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to this on the bus. Yeah. With all, you know, all the hip-hop I loved uh, listening to as well. And I also had a real quick, not to, like, change up a slightly oh, the good. subject, but speaking of vibe switches, um, I grew up, you know, early years mm-hmm. listening to hip-hop. Uh, like, Jay-Z and, like, Nas. Mm-hmm. Then, like... Uh, notorious big and then tupac and then and then like pretty much everyone that was you know popular at the time ludicrous right, right you know really branched out into hip-hop and then in um high school had a vibe switch of going from hip-hop that's popular at the time but by popular by the way i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be this guy but it wasn't like everybody was like all about the killers. You yeah. know, it wasn't it wasn't what hip hop is today of like being like how everybody listens to it. It wasn't that no when way. I grew up in high school, um, where I you know, in in you know, in Massachusetts, um, like nobody was like really into it. Everyone was like into uh the killers, Green Day, uh what what, what you okay, know, say so anything. You, so you're in high school like two thousand five to like two thousand like nine or ten? Yeah, uh, yeah, like two or two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four, okay. two thousand uh eight, and then I started college 
uh, in 09. Okay. Yeah. See, that, yeah. that tracks because when my first like physical albums that anyone had bought me, my I got as a gift, I got Killers, Hot Fuss. <laughs> And then Outcast, Speaker Box, and Love Bolo. Oh my God, that's that's a great Speaker Box, <laughs> oh, great yeah. album. And I remember though that that era, like you, your experience would be different because you were in high school at the time. Yeah. But I was like late elementary school. Oh wow! And like all the kids, it was Outcast, Eminem, and Fifty Cent. <laughs> that if you listen to any hip hop, it was just yep. those three. Those three. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, no. It, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it really was those guys. Everyone was into Eminem, the Eminem show. Um, I didn't mm. really, I didn't really get into Eminem until after he was like, until everyone. It was like I got into him after everyone was like super into him, right, right. Um, and then, but just to get into the vibe switch. So I went from hip hop music to classic rock, like okay. Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Um, the Who. You went from Chris, Chris Rock, Rock to, to Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. Hedberg. Yeah, hip hop to classic rock. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, um, so, so, comedy albums. Yeah. Um, just yeah. I uh, so never scared had that uh, album. Mm-hmm. Just listened to it, and then somebody in high school like said to me, "Oh, what do you listen to?" I was like, "Chris Rock," and. Uh, they were like, oh, uh, they were like, I don't find him funny. And I'm like, what do you, I was like, what, what do you mean? You don't find him funny. This is the, this is the funniest thing I've never, these are now points that I'm getting and yeah. jokes. And it's just like, and also when you watch them, the delivery, like mm-hmm. I get like, definitely there's been a comedy in comedy that style is you know you don't see that style today right. it's 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 you know of that time um and then someone's like oh yeah no i you know i listen to mitch hedberg and i'm just like who's that heard it <laughs> there's other people that yeah, do this yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like oh this is this is this is yeah. really funny but also very different yeah i feel like every like I, I have never shown mitch hedberg to anyone and had them be like eh, it's okay yeah it's just like i think in like in two thousand years, if our civilization is leveled, and they're like they were into this thing called comedy, I hope they find just Mitch Hedberg, like because yes. I think that's it. It's like oh, they just told funny jokes, jokes. to each other. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So at the time when you're kind of getting into the, like comedy and kind of expanding your comedy world, mm-hmm. do you ever have an idea of like I want to try this sometime? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had the idea. I was about like seventeen. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is we're we're, oh, we're we're let's 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 track it right. So yeah, bigger and blacker, never scared. I'm like okay, listening to never scared. Get into a few other comedy albums, and um, I'm like, all right, is Chris gonna make another like thing? Yeah. I, I didn't even know what they were called. I didn't even call them. What is he gonna do? Another? Is he just gonna talk? And I'm gonna like it? Yeah. <laughs> and (laughs) is he gonna speak this year (laughs) yeah and i'm just like waiting and waiting and waiting and i'm just like all right is anything coming is anything coming and then lo and behold words were you know around 2008 it was like 2008 or maybe 2007 2008 that he was going on tour Mm -hmm. for kill the messenger Mm -hmm. and um and what i heard about this is okay so this this part this part in my brain is all melded so so some some things may I might be saying some things are happening before they happen. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's all it's all become become one memory. Yeah. But Chris Rock 
is uh, going on tour to do Kill the Messenger. And Kill the Messenger, this is this is where I kind of got, hmm? Like, what do you mean? This is where I looked behind the curtain. Yeah. Because at my point, my, my, my uh, adolescent brain was like, here's a guy. These are just guys. They're up there and they're just talking. Right, right. Okay? I didn't know anything more than that. And, and I never asked myself, how does he do that? Yeah. He's just talking. So Kill the Messenger is a... If, if you've never seen it, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. But it's a special that's shot in three different locations: uh, London, uh, New York at the Apollo, mm-hmm. and uh, Johannesburg, South, South Africa. Africa. Interesting. Yes, and then they said that they were going to s- cut it up, and and they were going to do the special was going to be uh, of these three locations. And I said, "How can that be?" Yeah, he's just talking. <laughs> I can't say the same exact thing like he does. That's, yeah, that's. You're you're crazy. Yeah, and and then I was like, is it, and and then I got I read more about this. Uh, Chris Rock was talking about the special, and, he's, and he might have said, or someone might have said, or whatever, that he's doing these jokes in these three places, and and yeah, it's gonna be like this, and and then when you see the special, I think part of it, oh no, yeah, and, uh, with 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 some of the jokes, he'll do the setup. Let's say in Johannesburg, yeah, and then he'll do a punchline, yes. and it will be in those three locations, and everybody's laughing, yeah. And I kind of get like why he I, he kind of said why he did it like that, and it's also one one of the reasons is to show this is univer like not just universally funny, but like yeah, everyone's laughing at this, and and but my brain was like, how you what do you mean? Like I don't get it. So I looked into so this is again around two two thousand uh, two thousand seven. I was like, all right, how do you do it? Right, and then that kind of breaks the the fourth wall, like the man behind the curtain. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you do it? And um, I looked it up, and I don't know if it was the article or whatever, but looked it up, and um, they were like, the thing that I read about like doing stand up is you have to write your jokes, mm-hmm. and you have to go to you know you have to go to a place like an open mic and you perform them. And you, but you have to write and you have to write and you have to be an exceptionally good writer. All great comedians are great writers. Right. And I'm just like, and this is, again, I'm in high school. I'm not in college yet, in high school. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a bad student. Yeah. But I'm also not, and the words that I read, great. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm like yeah. a B. And when it comes to English, like, I'm okay. Like, yeah. I was getting, yeah. like, like, we were learning, cha- we were learning Chaucer and, and uh, what's that other guy that I the the the, the Canterbury Tales? Okay, <laughs> I don't like that literary. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, those, those 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 literary books, and uh, you know we had to write papers on them, and I can't like I couldn't I wrote them, but I never got great grades. Right. So I'm like I'm not a good writer. Right. I'm not. I, I can't do stand up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, oh, I can't write. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. Cause I thought about it and, um, and then I, but I like, like really thought about it. Like I remember like, um, you know, over one of the summers telling my parents, be like, Hey, you know, thinking about trying to stand up out this, that, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. something. And they're like, yeah, give it a shot. And then I, you know, then I read the article, the article scared me away. Like I can't oh, do it cause I can't write. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, well then whatever. And then, you know, went to college. I don't know if I'm getting too ahead. No, you're okay. good. You're okay. good. I think because the, 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 this timeline tracks, this makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I was like, because 
yeah, okay. Yeah, keep going, keep oh, going, no, no. keep going. So so I go to college, right? And I never um uh I never did any theater right. or arts um except for martial arts. But that's for another time. <laughs> um never really did any theater or arts yeah. except for again, martial arts and I had a period where I was uh playing the guitar, learning okay. how to play the guitar, mm-hmm. the electric guitar because I got really again, when I got into classic rock I got like heavy. Led Zeppelin, oh yeah. my God. One, Led Zeppelin one, Led Zeppelin two, Led Zeppelin three. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. Those albums, listen to them. Are you, are you, do you, Maxim, do you, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm sorry. I know. Okay. Okay. okay I yeah. apologize. Yeah, yeah. Listen, go, this no, this is it. the radio side. This is what we do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> listen, oh, one thing about me being in radio, I'm, I'm going to say it. I will not do it. I'm going to say it. I will not do it. But, Whenever I was on other um, other other students' yeah, shows yeah. or whatnot, and I this no, it's becoming my show. Okay, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Um, but um, are you do you are you into like classic or did you get into classic rock like Floyd, Pink Floyd, and Led Zeppelin and all those guys? Yeah, in like a loosely way. Like I, I have like like obviously Zeppelin one is like a goat album. Oh, yep. Love it, yep. like front to back, amazing. Yep. And then just kind of like in the sphere of classic rock for me it's a lot of uh kind of singles and hits okay. here and there i never like i was never an album listener with classic rock okay. i was actually like a big metal head so like i would like a lot there was a lot of metal i metal. consumed okay. yeah okay so and look, hip-hop wait well, can but, i ask you a question yeah about, okay do you i assume you've heard it listen to uh, alice in the chains Alice in Chains. Yeah, Alice in chains yeah just like a couple songs a couple songs uh check yeah. my brain is it check my brain check my brain off their um I'm I'm sorry to go off the <laughs> no, you're, tail you're here. Good, you're good. But that 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 like I I'm not with metal. Mm-hmm. Um I I also I enjoy some of it. I yeah, I, I, yeah. I I I it, it's some it's some of it that I can like I don't know. It's that that I'm also going I'm trying to like get into more of like metal, funk old time what i call old timey music like now yeah, yeah, like yeah. now at the, the current stage of antoine um as i talk about myself it's just stupid in the third mm-hmm. person but anyways um anyways to kind of like go back the only reason why i was asking is because yeah. zeppelin one two three the, the, their whole catalog uh, listen to it t- if any of you anybody you anyone listen to those albums today <laughs> they still they are still classic classics they are they're just yeah, amazing yeah. Um, so I got, when I got into classic rock, I was like, I could become a guitar player. Yeah. And then, you know, you realize Jimmy Page and, uh, that band, they're all superstars. They're like exceptionally well musicians. They're like, you know, I always related to them of like, oh, this guy's so good. He must've been like the guy in music class that everyone made fun of. Cause he's like so serious about the guitar playing. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, so you, you kind of gravitated to that over comedy for a period. Uh, yeah, to 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 kind of learn um uh uh the guitar, and then when I got into college, I never again got into any type of like never did any type of like theater or drama or like art of that sort. Um, I saw a couple of plays, and I was like, I was like, like plays, like um play like high school plays, yeah, and I was like, oh, that looks fun. Could I do that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I could memorize the lines. But everyone else seems to. Everyone else seems to enjoy. Like by everyone, the audience is like they like the performance. 
I was like, maybe. So went gone to college, and um, my first semester, I was kind of like going to class and yeah. just kind of like, where do I belong? Yeah, or yeah. What do I do? And um, a really good friend of mine, uh, who I met at, in college, still good friends to this day. Um, he was like, he got into the theater program, um, and asked if the, if the theater department had an improv, mm -hmm. improv, right, program. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, we're gonna hit the fast forward button on this because uh, not not to not to there's 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 a lot of meat on the story yeah. um so so the school kind of sort of didn't kind of sort of had a theater program okay. uh, theater program excuse improv. Me, improv program uh he kind of like revved that back up by asking about it yeah and um i guess like the second semester or sophomore year or so he was like hey man you should try out improv. They were looking for people mm. to like get interested in it, mm. to have support, to be to go so that the department could go to the school and say, "Look at all the children right. that like." You need like enough signatures or yes. whatever to yeah. be like. There's enough interest to invest. In yeah. This. yeah, and I and I asked him, like, I don't know, man. I I I've never done improv before. He's like, you just make it up as you go. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, oh, the thing that I thought the comedians were doing. <laughs> yeah. So so um so yeah, did improv in college. Um, how how long did you do improv for? And college, so yeah. for college, three years. Okay. Um. Uh. You know, really with him, kind of like revved up the like interest in it. Yeah. Um. We we threw on a few um uh like one off shows that we did in our cafeteria. Yeah. Um. And 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 maybe when we're when we wrap this up, I might show you a photo for one of our mm -hmm. first like our Ooh, uh, like cool. a, like a like a poster that we made. I'm You'll a, have to send that to me. I'll post it on the Instagram oh, when we post okay, the episode. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this, well, I'll, let me show you the photo. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 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 me, and I'm just like bugging out. Yeah. And um, so so yeah, so uh, you know, did improv for those three years, kind of helped build the interest back up. In yeah. It. Um, in it like was, in comedy it, in general. It, well, no, well, build the interest um of improv in the school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was in, like, I did it, and I was like, "This is fun," mm -hmm. and I could, I can say any, you know, anything. Yeah, we can was, do whatever. I was gonna ask, what was your, what was your first improv experience like? It, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. I was like, people are laughing, but the thing is, so that have you done? Have you done I took, improv? I took UCB one hundred and one. Okay, but not much outside that. Okay, okay, um, okay. So I'll, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll. This is we're we're getting to the origin of where we get. Cool. How did we yeah. get back onto stand up? We're good. We got a full hour okay. left. <laughs> we're only a third of the way through. Okay. Well, <laughs> again, there's a lot of meat on this bone. Uh, or I think I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, so yeah, did improv for three years. Then after college, after college, I was like, um, again, where I was like still going back to the school, mm -hmm. meeting up with the the. Um, uh, Darrell, who was the uh, oh wait, I don't think I said this part. On, this was like before, but like met up with um a new student that um started, and he was a really great DJ. Um, kind of saw that the improv program was still going. They had um some one act plays that they would let alums perform in, so I kind of yeah. performed there. I was looking for a job, you know what I mean? We all you know just graduated, and you're like, I need to get a job. I got all this student debt. Ah ah. Ah, so you're like, what? What are you? You know, what are you gonna do? So, yeah. so 
so once my like life footing uh set in a bit yeah i was like i loved improv yeah let me can i do improv i did improv in college right can i do this outside of college yeah. so i um took so in boston they have improv asylum and okay. improv boston yeah where you can go and take classes mm-hmm. and i went to improv asylum um and did their training program yeah from level one through level six graduated okay. mm-hmm. uh and once you hit level three you can um you can start auditioning for a house team right and if you get casted you're now performing there on a monday or yeah. a wednesday and to me that was like that's the thing like yeah if i could perform once a week doing improv my life would be yeah something <laughs> yeah because i'm working you know um, you know, working working the day job, you know, yeah. you, and, and you know, you work the you work the day job, and after a while, you're like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah, like you know, and then you know, you're listening to like I used to listen to while I worked. Um, uh, I had the iHeart Radio ha- app yeah. on my phone. I don't know how we feel about iHeart Radio, but um, it's just a yeah. huge corporate conglomerate that controls. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I would listen to. Um, an LA station called the Real, uh, ninety two point three. Okay, with, with Big Boy. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar mm-hmm. with this hip hop station, um, and I I would listen. So I'm East Coast. This is an uh, this is an LA station, and yeah. I'm listening to them. So nine o'clock rolls around here. It's six o'clock there. I'm listening to it live. So they come on. And they're like, they're like, hey, welcome. And, you know, it's 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 the real ninety two point three LA's best hip hop. You know, um, sorry. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and, and um, so they would come on and they would just be having fun. And I don't know, there was a part where this is before I started improv again, where they were talking about life. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know who it was, but they were like, you got to do the thing. Do what makes you like. What do you like to do? What do you like to do? That's what they were like saying one morning. Yeah. As I'm working, you know, it's ten o'clock in the morning here. I'm working. It's like you know, seven o'clock in the morning there, and I'm working. It's like, what do I like to do? What do I like to do? Do I like doing this? Eh. Eh. Yeah. Eh. 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 And I was like, I like to make people laugh. That's what I like to do. Um. Uh. So I was like, well, I'll try doing improv again. So that's what kind of like kicked me into getting it going. Um, yeah, took the classes, started auditioning for a uh, house team around level three. Mm-hmm. Auditioned, 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 auditioned. Uh, did not get casted. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean I was not good. <laughs> Does not mean that I was not good. <laughs> so, you know, you learn, uh, you, you don't. You know, uh, yeah, you just, you know, you, 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 you just know, like, you got to be around everyone a little bit longer before yeah. you can get cast, you know, before, before, you know, yeah, yeah you, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you know, so, um, so I did the graduation, right, you know, class, it was fun, uh, it was great, I love, I, I like doing improv, it was fun, um, and then I did the graduation uh, performance, and it was and it was a mix of improv and sketch. Okay, and I had a monologue mm-hmm. in there where 
it was it was not it was me, but it wasn't me. It was yeah. part of me. It was like the hype version of Antoine. Yeah. Um where where you know where so we have this, you know, this this show that is part sketch, part improv. Anyone wants the monologue, they can monologue. And um and yeah, so I had this monologue, went for about two minutes. There were some serious punchlines in this thing. Yeah. And and uh, like to the point where the 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 fellow that was kind of overseeing our show was like, "Yo, this is really funny stuff." These these you know, I would change this and this, and he and I was like, "All right." So I you know, this is obviously before the show. Mm-hmm. Did those changes? I was nervous. I was a little t- uptight, but yeah, I had I had people going, and um, and then and then it ended, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, my last audition yeah. was like a week." before or so of the show the graduation show yeah right and i was saying to myself oh this is i've, I've been getting better i've been yeah. getting i've been getting a lot better mm-hmm. how crazy in my head i set the expectation you always have to keep you 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 the person you have to keep your expectations in line mm-hmm. and my expectations were not yeah. Um. I was saying, oh, and I just started like that. My brain was going, how crazy would it be if I auditioned and then I got casted and then I had a phenomenal show and then I was performing here every week? That would be insane. Yeah. That did not happen. So graduation show happened. I'm now sitting in my apartment in Boston with my friend who got me, you know, to even start doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't know what to do. Right. I was like, ah, oh. and I'm just working, I'm working, working, you know, still working, all that. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, why don't you try stand up? I'm like, I can't do stand up. He's like, why? He's like, I'm not a good writer. He's like, I, <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not even, this is like hand to whoever you want me to put my hand to. Yeah. Um, That is like, I, the words from my mouth to him. He's like, well, why don't you try it? And I'm like, I'm, but I'm not a writer. I can't write. I was not good at it in high school. You know, English class, I was yeah. bad. And he's like, well, you know, he's like, if you, you know, if you really want to make people laugh, like stand up is the more route. Right. You're not, how are you going to get a whole improv group together and become a big improv troupe? And I was like, I, I, I know what you mean. It makes sense. Yeah. And then I kind of like, so we talked and then he went to bed and I went to bed and a couple of days went by. We obviously worked and all that stuff happened, you know, the daily activity of life. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, why don't I try stand-up? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Well, well why don't we try it? So, you know, started Googling. And yeah. by the by the way, I have to also I have to also interject a couple of things. Okay, here. yeah. <laughs> Whilst this all is happening, I've been writing like bits <laughs> you're like i'm not a good writer and you've been writing bits just in your free time <laughs> these aren't these aren't like i look back at these yeah i've never said any of this they're just crazy rants okay fair because i again got into like chris rock then it was mitch hedberg then it was david tell and then and then you know it was richard Pryor, mm. then it was george carlin and then it was all there was a period where i didn't have like i graduated didn't have a job and I just went deep into Carlin. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this man is, this man, <laughs> do you not hear him? Does we all, do we all not listen 
to what this guy is saying and how he's saying it. I always say this, like I, re- I respect George Carlin, yep. legend. Yep. I don't think I've laughed at anything he said, <laughs> okay. but every time he tells a joke, I'm like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. Like I, I agree. Every time he says something, I'm like, oh, I agree with that. But yeah. I've never been like he's the funniest, the funniest. fucking person, okay. you know. Fair enough. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, uh, but yeah. So Carlin, and and so you know, a lot of the guys that I, um, kind of was geared to, Bill Burr, Bill mm-hmm. Burr. Yeah, I have, and, and then you know Louis C.K. Um, obviously Louis, not so much, but Bill, Carlin, Chris, so to speak, are these. They they just they have this rant, so to speak. Yeah, it's this like very high energy kind of stream of consciousness, consciousness. almost. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> let me just write this out. Yeah, you write it out, and you're like, ha ha ha, as I write. You know, you read it back. You're like, "Why did I write any of this? this is This is yeah. nonsense." Yeah, there's, there's no point. There's, and I'm just like, "Okay, so, so I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this. I have like, you've got a bunch of private rants. I got a bunch of private rants <laughs> that I've written, that I've written, or yeah. that I typed, that I tippy tapped, yeah, on the computer. And so, so I was like, but I've never." performed any of these right. i never have performed any of these i should delete all of them and um so yeah my friend's like why don't you why don't you go do stand-up yeah so i'm like all right i don't know we'll see google open mics around boston there's one on a thursday let me go yeah we go in i'm sitting there it's four minutes uh, in my time of researching about stand-up over this decade now, because yeah. I was 17, I'm now 27, okay. 28, somewhere around those lines, uh, I, the one rule that I, um, that, I, that I was like, the one rule that kept popping up that you, that you, you is when it comes to an open mic, my understanding, do whatever you want. The one rule. There's one rule to anyone that is getting into stand-up. There's, there's only one. There's okay. Only one. Respect the light. You get the <laughs> yes, light, you get yeah. off. That's it. That's it. Go up there and say, do, do you. But just, when you get the light, go. Leave. Yeah. And I was like, so that was the rule that I was like, all right, that's all I have to do. Just re- get the light and go home. All right. So I go to this open mic, and it's, you get four minutes. And I, you know, kind of, I was looking. I was looking around. People are there. Sign my name up and uh get called up and i didn't prepare anything i just yeah. had an idea in my head i yeah. was just gonna go up there and tell a story about the time me and my friend the friend that was like get into improv and get into stand-up was like we went to the caribbean uh we went to the caribbean his parents went to the caribbean and brought us with them <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was very like appreciative of oh hey we oh, oh yo the cat is on the lap yeah pickles just jumped on you yeah, are, you, are you allergic at all I don't know okay then yeah, I guess uh, you'll find out we'll won't find you out. What's up, <laughs> he's just chilling hey, probably yo he's going for the mic what's up you like my hoodie we all like my hoodie. <laughs> no 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 don't eat the wire all right okay yeah. or, oh should I just push? Uh, he'll, he'll lay okay. down I guess okay, that's he's fine. gonna chill so all right we're doing yo we got a podcast with a cat on my lap <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so you you go up. You have no plan except to tell a story. Tell a story about um about yeah about uh the time that me and my friend we were in the Caribbean. Yeah, and we the last night that we were there, 
uh, we went to a strip club. Okay. And um, and while we were in the Caribbean at the while we were oh oh hold on, uh, so while we were at the <laughs> so while we were in the Caribbean for the week, should I just oh go. Um, so. So yeah, I have no, I have no real jokes. Right, I know nothing. I just got this story. It's a funny story. Um, about yeah, we were in the Caribbean, and when we got there, you're driving around this island, and as you're driving around, they have the billboard advertisements, and this one strip club kept popping up of the VIP room, the VIP room. Yeah, and you know, jokingly, I nudged him and like, hey, why don't we go to the VIP? Why don't we go to the VIP room? And um. He was just like, yeah. And then the last night we were we were on the island. Uh, we were in the neighborhood of where mm. it was, and I was like, hey man, why don't we just go in? For, uh, why don't I just go in? For, why don't I? You stay. I'm gonna go in for a peek. Yeah. And then I'll leave. And it'll be ten minutes. It's like one fifteen in the morning. It'll be ten minutes. So I tell that story. And wait, what happens though? <laughs> so so wait. Oh, so hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> okay. on. So so I tell this story. And I got some jokes that I'm kind of making up, riffing on the fly, and I get the light, okay. right? And I never got to the ending. I never got to the full ending. And I got the light, and again, one rule: respect the light. That's right. it. So I got the light, and I uh, got a, you know got a couple of like little laughs, and the, never got to the big one. So I got off stage, and as I was like, "Oh, sorry, guys, you know, I got the light. I have to go." And every everyone, there was maybe thirty people there. They collectively sighed. And I was like, yo, everyone was interested in this. Yeah. And I was like, why? I was like, that's bananas. So I got off the stage and then the host came up and he's like, yo, uh, you, you, you know, he's like, I, he's, the guy said, he's like, yo, I thought you were just going to blow past the light because this was because they all knew it was my first time as well. Yeah. He's like, I thought you were just going to blow past the light and just and not respect it. But the fact that you respected it, kudos. And I was like, yo, I did the one. I did the, <laughs> I did the thing. Not only. Forget the laughs. Yeah. <laughs> I respected the light. <laughs> I followed the rules. rules yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you should come back next week and finish, you know, finish telling us that story. Oh my God. I if I was that mic host, I would have been like, <laughs> finish the fucking story now. <laughs> yeah, no. So so um so I went back next week, did not do the story, did a whole different <laughs> set of material that was bonkers, which was which was in the vein of one of these weird rants that yeah. like this is comedy and um and bombed and and then perceived to bomb um you know the, the, the argument is do you really bomb at an open mic yes no i don't know it all depends on how you view it yeah i don't know it doesn't matter we don't need to get into the nitty gritties but like and then continue to bomb um uh for for many months after that until but that wasn't a deterrent at all you were just like i'm in this like yeah when the, you when you did your first set what was the feeling you walked away with i was like stand up? i was like man everyone was interested in this story it wasn't the funniest thing i've ever said um it, you know it got laughs yeah um but like when everyone collectively sighed and they were interested and they were listening i was like maybe i can do this yeah yeah maybe i can yeah and then yeah. when you bombed what were your what were your feelings um, I was like, wow, I don't know anything. Uh, the worst, the worst bomb I've, I, uh, oh, can I tell you the worst one I've ever had? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, so far, so, yeah. so far, um, <laughs> was, so 
so for a couple of weeks, I did these like ranty things. Yeah. And I thought they were funny and they weren't and they were just long and there was just a lot of fat. But I was like too dumb to like yeah. be like, you know, to, to, to be aware of it and to not just like I'm always one thing I'm always trying to do. and I'm still trying to do it now is just mm-hmm. slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Slow, slow, slow down. But don't go too slow. Have purpose. But don't go as fast as I was. Right. Um, and so so. After a while of doing that, I was like, okay, okay, we're going to sit down here. We're going to write one-liners. We're mm-hmm. just going to bang these. We're going to bang them out. Bang them out. Right? Some of these I was like, these are good. Yeah. Lo and behold, do, like, telling one-liners is a whole different like, thing, right? Than yeah. just telling like, a story or maybe like a a piece yeah. that, that 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 has this thing the the whole thing is in the one line so you have to tell it like you have to you you have to give the space between the setup and the punchline and all this stuff that you know so I didn't know how to tell them so I tell them and everyone is not laughing yeah and everyone is just looking at me and I go and I tell my last one and this one guy who's like in the in the scene in Boston that yeah. a lot of people liked at this mic goes yo man are you okay <laughs> and I'm just like, am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I don't know anything now. I'm not funny. I can't do this. Yeah. And then I walked away and for like for three for three days, it like hurt. Like, yeah. Like so so I did martial arts <laughs> yeah. and um the pain that you the physical pain of that sometimes pops up with the physical pain of bombing um that I've experienced. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Cause yeah. I interviewed, uh, Peter Liu a oh, couple episodes back. I know Peter. Yeah. We talked about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh. We talked about bombing <laughs> yeah. and martial arts and bombing on stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There's definitely a, 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 the parallel. parallel. Yeah. Um, so you like, I, I think that what, one thing that I always tell new people too mm-hmm. is like, the sooner you get back on stage after you bomb, the less the bomb hurts, especially early <laughs> yeah. on. Like, because when you've done, like, when you've only done stand up 10 times in your life, every one of those oh. bombs hurts so much yep. more. If yep. you do it 150 oh, times, yeah. they just, they're to the wind. You oh, know? whatever. I, I knew what I did wrong there. Yeah. I'm going to hit another mic and I'll do what I didn't do, what I should have done. Uh, we're we're going to exactly. keep pushing. Yeah. And it, then I like, it took me a while. It, I'm still not out of that with mm-hmm. uh, shows. Gotcha. So when I get booked yep. and I bomb a show, oh, yeah. it's still kind of hard Hurts. to shake because yep. it's like, oh, I, I don't like I only get booked like once a month, maybe maybe twice in a month if I'm lucky. Gotcha. And so if I bomb, it's like, oh, I yeah. missed the chance. Yep. And I my first show in New York City. OK, yep. it was like an just like an indie show back room of this Nigerian restaurant called Buka that I used oh. to do an open mic at. And the back room was the restaurant. And so people are trying to eat <laughs> while we've imposed the show on them. And I bombed so hard, I drank alone for the only oh, time in my, my life. Oh my I was like, I need to not. Like, I yeah. can't handle it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yo, it yeah. happens, though. It's like that that intense rejection yeah. of just like, I, I put myself out there and not that- like 30 people thought it was weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yo, I totally, totally understand. Yeah. Totally understand. It happens to everybody. But I think yeah. what separates comedians from like non comedians and people who like want to try stand up is 
like people who stick with comedy are the people who bomb and go this is part of it like this is a stepping stone yeah you know yes yeah and um and yeah at that time in that time like you could say like yeah i I started it then right but i was only going like once a week right or like twice a week because i was like i'd go there and, and everyone was like you know, everyone's kind of like friends with everybody, and I was like the new guy. And I'm like, I don't know. And yeah. I go up there, and you just, you no one's laughing, and everyone else is laughing at everything else, and you're just like, what am I? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And then, so, so then I go back to my room, and I'm like, and like I know that there's a mic, right? Let's say I bomb on a Monday. Yeah. I go, I do a mic. It doesn't work out on a Monday. I know there's a mic on a Tuesday, right? Because it's, you know, Boston's fairly, you know, much more smaller than New York. Yeah. And I go, I go, okay, I should go to the one on the Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But I'm not funny. Because I just bombed on the Monday. And if I, you know, maybe I shouldn't go. Because if I don't go, then, then... I I I had for a period of time this spiral of like I don't have any friends there mm-hmm. because I'm bad and I'm bad because I'm kind of like new yeah or no no I'm bad because I'm not funny but in order for me to get funny I have to keep doing this more right I have to I have to practice this but if I practice this I will bomb so I won't have any friends so I'm in this like catch 22 I was in a catch 20 I don't know if it's a catch I'm calling it catch 23 that's what I'm calling this because I don't think this is exactly catch 22 but I'm in this kind of like paradox so to speak I don't know if that's I don't know I'm just throwing around big words here everyone and I'm just like if I go I'll bomb and if I bomb I won't have friends or you know friends in comedy or whatever you want to say and if I don't have friends in comedy nobody will like me but no one will like me you know, no one can can like me if I don't go. So if I, but if I go, yeah, I mean, but it's it's like that. But it's also like I think it's like an upward spiral, not a yeah, downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. As you realize, I viewed it from uh, the, the I viewed it as a downward spiral. But yeah, it's definitely the more you do it, you'll you'll figure it out. And like people in stand up are like so forgiving of yeah. like new people. Like yeah. sometimes it's hard to watch some new people. Yeah. Like when you get more experience, like okay, like. I, all right, but you every for them, like ninety nine percent of people are very encouraging. Yep. It'll be like, yeah, come back. It's fine if you suck. <laughs> yeah, like yep. you, everybody sucked, yep. you know. <laughs> yeah, I, the the big thing with me though, and I kind of still kind of do this is mm-hmm. I I, I kind of always keep to myself. I'm just like you know, I'm yeah. trying to just like chill, you know, and I'll just you know, you know, I'm I'm gonna chill by myself. I'm gonna you know, all right, we're gonna go up there. We're gonna do the thing. Mm-hmm. This is what I kind of wrote. It's kind of like all over the place a bit. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And 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 um. So so first couple months I was in this like one week two week, and then and then and then something kind of happened around six months in where I, where where I was doing these kind of bits and this stuff where I was like this isn't me right I'm just stand I'm literally well, here's the thing like I I now I'm trying I'm not trying now I stand I just stand yeah. And before, when I first started, I stood, but I just kind of talked very yeah. low. And I'm like, I'm not low energy. I, I yeah. did improv. I was very high energy, and I knew how to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I was like, I need to move. So six months in, I was like, the way I'm doing this isn't me. This is not who I am. I need to move around. And there was this one mic that had a wireless mic. Thank God they had a wireless mic. Because <laughs> it gave me, gave me the, the, you know, 
I'm not, I'm not constricted to the wire no more, which means the entire place is my stage. Right. Allow me to, to march upon you all and, and just, and then yell and bombard you with lines that I've written and something will happen. Mm. So this anger kind of came in cause I was fed up and, um, which is being bad. Yeah. And, and then I went in the exact opposite direction where I was like very high energy, just very ranty, but it was getting laughs. And, and, and then I was kind of saying to myself, wait a minute. Okay. I think we're, I'm, I don't mean to go into like the evolution of Antoine. No, it makes sense. That's oh. what this is about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I went into this very high energy and I was like, I was saying, to my, uh, and then I started to like, I, I kind of said to myself, and I still say this to myself because this is what I said to myself when I first started this, like doing stand up was, I want to be a student. I want to study this mm-hmm. and, and, and like really study it and really have an understanding of it and why are what so i was doing these high energy bits and i started asking and i'm watching everyone else and some people are high energy and some people are not some people are just standing there yeah and it's on the words it's on the logic it, on the logic of the joke and i start asking myself why are they laughing at what i'm doing right and do, let me try and tone this down yeah will they laugh if i'm not as you know, high energy mm-hmm. as I am. And, and then I became to like now, like experiment more at Mike's, um, uh, you know, and, 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 and kind of like, okay, if this doesn't go well, it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I like to not like whatever, not to like get into the whole whatever, whatever, <laughs> but like, so so I went in the opposite direction of like being really high energy and then I kind of went no nope, let's just try and stand there and say it and not move around because because I went to a few as I did more and more mics not every stage and not every place gives you a wireless mic right. some stages are just like this corner yeah or you know there's this huge distance between you and everybody else yeah and so you can't you can't do what you did at the last place so so yeah, I just became to really hone in and start like studying, take a step back, and you know, like write more, right? Um, and and really digest kind of the things I'm saying, yeah. which I'm still kind of doing. Um, you know, when you know, this 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 is art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're but basically you're yeah. like. I think this is with everybody is you're trying to like experiment with how you are on stage to kind of make it more in line with how you're naturally funny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, and I still, I, you know, obviously I'm still trying to figure that all mm-hmm. out. Um, well, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah. So how long, how long were you doing comedy in Boston for? Uh, it was probably going like hard at it um, for maybe like a year and a half, two year, year and a half. Yeah, okay. first six months it was just kind of like in that I was in that spiral of like I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, I go yeah, and then it was okay. No, now I kind of know where. Now I kind of know what I need to do. And then towards you know, then we had the pandemic. And yeah, everything kind of stopped, and then it was kind of like uh. And then you know, I'm like when I was 29. I think you might have heard me say this off mm-hmm. off the mic, but I'll say it right now. When when I was coming up to tw- when I turned twenty nine, I was like, I'm thirty. Yeah, 
And I'm just, and that's what I told people. I was like, I'm 30. People ask me, how old are you? I'm 30. I'm 29. I've been 30 for two years. Maximum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just, just because I didn't, I just had this fear of being 30 because it's just older. Yeah. It's that next decade. It's, I feel like that it's, I'm like turning 27 this year and I'm oh. like, I'm almost 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, so with the, that, you know, age yeah. coming up and, um, I kind of said, you know, one thing I've always wanted to do was move to New York City mm-hmm. just in general because I, you know, when I was much younger in my room listening to Chris Rock and Led Zeppelin and Jay-Z and everybody, I always kind of was like, how awesome would it be to live in the city? Yeah. Right? And then I lived in Boston and I was like, this is all right. Yeah. But I was like, I want the, I need the city life. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the pandemic hit and I was like, why don't we uh why don't I move to New York City and we'll just you know still still approach stand up the same way. Right. Like I'm here to I the thing I told myself is I, I came here or I've come here, I'm here to study stand up comedy right. and be you know, become better at it. Whatever that means down the road is whatever it is, but like, you know, going to as many shows as I can, watching mm-hmm. specials, listening to it. Uh, all that, all that, mm-hmm. understand the craft is, yeah. is, is, is what, um, is what, uh, is what, is what, is what, is what I, is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. <laughs> and I moved here from Denver after about almost a year of doing comedy. Gotcha. And like, I told myself, it was like, when I'm back home, I've got all my family and my friends and other obligations. I was like, if I go to New York City, like, I want to see one, I want to see the top of the food chain. Yep. I want to see what's all the way up there yep. and see, like, how far you can take stand up. Yeah. And two, if I go out there, I was like, I don't want any fucking friends who aren't comedians. <laughs> yep. Like, that's all I want. I only want comedy friends. I want to surround myself with it and emerge it, yeah. immerse myself in it. And it, it's just like I think it's the best thing to do. It's so fun. It's yeah, wonderful. Yes, yes, I, 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 I agree. I agree. And like another thing, like with just kind of like studying it and understanding, it's like you know, I was kind of I don't know if I was saying this last night. I might have been saying this last night. It's like trying to find, well, kind of like you said earlier, of like how you're naturally funny off stage, becoming that on stage, mm-hmm. and also finding what I think is the true North in the essence of that, but also in the essence of, um, ma- you know, material wise, trying to find like new areas of laughs and things of that nature, regardless of like, of like, you know, uh, not regardless of, but, or no, maybe regardless of like, uh, of like maybe the, the, the subject matter of the material. It's like, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm communicating this part correctly or or clearly. If I'm not, I apologize. And if you need me to clarify, <laughs> I will. But like, you know, um just you know, you 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 see so much, right? You wanna I my what I'm trying what I'm what I try to do, or I try to hope to do, you know, or work towards is really what I'm trying to work towards is yeah, which I know everyone is, but like like more unique as as different. Uh, voice or whatever it is. I don't know if that kind of makes sense. No, it whatever. makes sense. Yeah, so you're like experimenting with like being funny uh, independent of what the subject matter is. Is that what you're trying to get at? Independent of uh, yeah, yes, but also like, but also, but also 
maybe talk about I don't know find find new areas or new new subjects to talk about yeah. I don't know I don't yeah. know other than the other than the, the things you typically hear you know what I mean yeah that makes kind of sense. I think it's a big one I think yeah, yeah. it's funny because this is like super inside baseball <laughs> but like the the world of like quote unquote comedians jokes yep. it's like jokes that you only perform at open mics yep. for other comedians <laughs> and like jokes that only other comedians would get and it's like yep. this whole subset of comedy where it's like I can get on stage and be like, yeah, so dating is hard, you know? And all the comedians <laughs> will laugh because it's like, oh, we've heard this beaten to death. Yeah, like, yeah. who's on the apps? <laughs> yeah. Who's vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just, the, like, I feel like every, if the thing with, like, the vaccination jokes, okay, I think this is what people went through when Donald Trump got elected. Yeah. I think everyone has a vaccination joke. Yep. Yeah. No one's vaccination <laughs> joke has made an impression on me. Like, no one's, no one's made a vaccine joke that I've gone... Oh yeah, nice. That's, like that's, that's that's the hot take. That, that's that's the one, baby. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm just constantly surrounded in the static of uh, vaccine jokes that range in quality from like one to six, but yeah. I've never heard a ten. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. But but at the same time, at the same time, everyone should try them because you might find that ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's like for me, I'm always trying to find subjects that I'm trying to get. Uh, I try to get more personal yep. with things yep. and like. That can be challenging because a lot like people have described me as like a goofy comic or like a silly comic because I'll I'll make jokes a lot of times that are just about things that are totally impersonal that okay. are just like kind yeah. of fun. And so I'm like always trying to turn it back towards yeah. me and make it more relatable and yep. try to find that middle ground. Yeah. And that's a really interesting experience. Like David, who yep. is your roommate, David yep. Dobbins yep. from like four or five episodes ago. He like he was like, oh, yeah, none of his material is personal. <laughs> yep. It's like it's like a hint. Like we know his parents yep. are divorced. We know he wet the bed. But that's <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. No, I, I totally I totally I totally hear you on. I totally hear you on that mm -hmm. of like I that, and that's something that I try to do. I mean, I try to do as well. Um, But at the same time, it's like not that it's hard. Well, it is hard. It's hard to. Yeah. Like, you know, when you when like. It's hard depending on like what the subject matter is when it when it comes to like me talking about me being an idiot, I'm okay with doing that. Yeah. I have no problem. But like if I talk about like, you know, growing up on the the, the, the in the farm stand, it's like, yo, I don't know. It's like a lot of my life and it's just like it's like I don't want to say that's touchy. It's not touchy. Maybe it is. Right now, I just I need to get more comfortable of talking about that stuff because I've really never talked about any right. of that with anybody mm -hmm. unless I'm unless I was at like a family dinner and right. and you know friends of my parents or whomever are there and they're like hey you know we know you run a business I was working in the cashier and it's like I'm 10 years old why I'm not I shouldn't be working at a, in a cashier <laughs> as a cashier at the age of 10 or whatever in which you may be like oh well how hard of a job is that it's like listen it's eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday yeah and I'm punching numbers at you know yeah you know, 10 years or 13 years old or 14 years old Maybe around ten, I was like just moving stuff, um, but it's just like you know, it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. and it's not weird, but it's d definitely different than than you know, uh, you know, everyone has a different upbringing or whatever, whatever, whatever. But I think it's it's like I think it's like oh, if you if you have an experience now that's like some weird thing happens to you in a day, it's yeah. easy to talk about. But yeah. reflecting on like a lifetime of yeah. stuff is yeah. like it's hard. It's yeah, hard it's, to dig it's into. Har it's hard to dig into, and it's like you know. The, the the feelings of it kind of emerge of like, it's like happy. 
want to talk about this. Is this funny or is, is this sad? Funny? Is this sad? That's what I do. That's I, I live. I live that life. the hoodie that I'm wearing here yeah. today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> that's, is it funny or is it sad? Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a very from the movie. By the way, this is from the movie Harold and Maude. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen mm-hmm. it. No, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Uh, it's a movie that came out in the seventies. This is a quote from it. My, okay. f- my friend Mike. Um, uh, uh, he does pixel art mm-hmm. um so he pixelized this on this hoodie mm-hmm. um and i when i saw it i was like this is how i feel i'm going to buy it <laughs> um, nice yeah <laughs> not to go i know we just yeah i did i know we're just talking and everyone's like what are they talking the the sweatshirt that i wear on my body right now <laughs> yeah that's uh, what we're talking about um so let me ask you this yeah. what what uh what was your first show experience like first show so um that i've done not seen. yeah yeah um uh first show experience okay it was i was so at this point i've i did a bunch of mics and um i was nervous Mm -hmm. uh because because of like i didn't like yeah you go to the mics you do them and you kind of every if everyone's laughing that's your guide like yeah this is gonna this is gonna work but then you're like oh I, but i but the times that i didn't do this or there's been so you you, you do your mics and for, if the majority of the time they're laughing at what you're saying oh then there's gonna be a good chance that this will go well at the show right but and then this is the the part of my brain that the, the butt c- comes in and it's like but there were times where they didn't laugh mm-hmm so first show that kind of set in, uh, and I was going also going bullet, um, which is first for Whoa, those that are not. Jesus, <laughs> first show you're going first. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, going bullet, and um, uh, it was. I, I actually have the tape of that, um, and when I I've I've watched it, and I am so stiff. Mm-hmm. And but at the time I was like, oh look, at I'm I'm doing it. There's de- <laughs> yeah. a definite improvement of like being re- like just sit, I'm just stiff, and I'm talking and and I'm doing I'm delivering the jokes and people are, they're kind of laughing. They go, yeah, you know, they're laughing, they're laughing, they're laughing, they're laughing. They're la- if I say it enough times, you will believe me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was um it was nerve wracking. It was like the first mic. Yeah, you know the first. It was like do, doing my first show was like the first mic because, and there's also this whole, you know, group of people that don't know you, right? And I'm opening up with a uh, uh, just a wild joke. Where yeah. It's like where where then you didn't you start to understand more along the lines of like, is this relatable? Is, why, why again? I, I, I now I'm starting to like ask myself, and I need to ask myself this more. Why are they laughing? Right? Are they laughing? Because it's are they laughing because it's funny? Are they laughing because it's shocking? Is it is it just a you know absurd? Is it the way that you said it? Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Yeah. And which I know this is probably maybe a question. You know, everyone's like, yeah, of course you got to ask yourself that question. But yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Just trying to, you know. There's definitely times where like you. There's always bits. Sometimes you like write a bit and it's like a quick like turnaround, quick punchline, and you're like the laugh is in the writing, it's in the logic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and there's times you are like talking about like you'll go on a riff that doesn't necessarily have a punchline, yeah. but people will laugh. Yeah, and you're like, what is there? Is it like the energy? Is it like the moment? Like, what is this tone of voice, the inflection? Yeah, you know, it's 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 um, 
it's all over the place but yeah it's uh lee is like that a lot of the time she'll be like why did they laugh at that like she has this thing, this this line she's been doing where she just like rants about capitalism and at the end just yells wake up sheep and it's not like there's no like clear punchline in there she just yells wake up sheep and she's so angry yeah. and people laugh so hard at at it and it's been this like running thing it's like she's like why do they laugh at that i'm like because when you walk on stage they see this cute person that looks very sweet and then you get up there and you're just full of anger and so it's like this contrast you can't help but laugh at it (laughs) so i think there's always like there's just it's it's such a long thing like i've been in august i will have completed year three of stand-up and it's like i'm like i look at myself i'm like I'm okay. I'm not good. I'm not amazing. There's, I've still got so much to figure out. Yeah. And doing this, it's like such an ambiguous like art form because yeah. for everybody, it's totally different. Yep. You know, it's not like it's not like this is rock climbing where it's yeah. like, oh, there's a there's some things you need to learn for rock climbing, and then you go and do it, and you're a rock climber. Yep. It's like stand up. It's like. It's like if someone was like, oh, uh, this is rock climbing, but also you can't use the holds that everyone else is using. You have to use your own own holds. But yeah. here's how you grab one. You yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely, um, it's definitely challenging, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a challenge that I, 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 I just like doing. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we where do we go so, from here, Max. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so moving to uh, New York City versus Boston, how how has your experience been, and what has your been your development been like? Um, it's been it's been great. I I, I mean, for again being in the middle of the pandemic and everything, yeah. Um, uh, doing things outside definitely felt like you are punching uh i believe the term is above your weight yeah um i don't i don't know what i'm i'm sorry i don't know you know i don't know doing hand motions in an audio setting everyone i've been told i have a face for radio that's a <laughs> that's what i was that's what that was the running joke at uh at the old curry college uh, uh radio station <laughs> Of of every everyone has a face for radio. Anyway, uh, that that's that did radio. Anyway, anyway, um, so so um, kind of being here, it's been it's, it's honestly it's been great. It's mm-hmm. been fun. I've definitely learned a lot. It's pushed me to um want to. So so again, there are times where or there have been times in the past, like mm-hmm. let's say past couple months, where I've been extremely unprepared yeah and and it is my god it it, it and I, I, i'm prepared at a mic mm-hmm. um and my god do do i get those rumbling feelings of the old first days where it's like everyone's looking at you and they're like what what did you you're what you were now wasting everyone's time wow and and, and it's <laughs> like yeah and it's like i gotta stop doing that yeah um uh and um but the, you know there 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 are more times than that um where i am prepared and geared to go um where it's just been you know just uh just a lot more learning and pushing me to write more mm-hmm. and really hone in on that um so yeah it's been mm-hmm. it's been it's been good i feel like uh that feeling like those rumblings of wasting every, everyone's time. Yeah. Honestly, when I host the mic and I do a riff between people and it doesn't land, I'm like, yo, I just wasted 30 seconds of everyone's time. Because <laughs> I had no plan coming up here. 
Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing you get up a lot more than you did oh, yeah. back in Boston. Yeah. And I've noticed that there's like, there's been like this exodus of like Boston comedians coming to New York City. I feel like a lot of people are just jumping ship and like, I'm just going to New York now. Yeah, that's it. Um, that that seems to be like, you know, definitely there's been people that have been coming down to check out, see what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, a lot of people just asking questions of like what it's like down here. Yeah. And yeah, some people have made the move. And um, that that there that definitely feels, you know, that that definitely, you know, is the case. I mean, there there are still some, you know, some folks that are still up there that are kind of like, you know, is it time? Are we going to wait another year? Um, so mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that we may see more Boston comics, yeah. uh, coming down. Um, there was that one night here where we had like six or seven of them. Oh, yeah, man. We had, there was a, there was a whole corner. <laughs> you, you said it. This whole corner is Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts based. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so, which, you know. Is it good? Is it bad? Who's it's the good. It's good. <laughs> I think I think it's like the more the merrier. It gets uh it's an interesting thing, like once you kind of get into the comedy scene yeah. and then and then new people start coming in. Yeah. Like, Whoa, I got I'm not the newest person here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um I think no, I, I I would also agree that, you know, the more the more the merrier because um as kind of like everything opens back up and everything kind of mm-hmm. may, you know, I don't know. I can't see the future. I assume everything will go hopefully to back to the way they were or in some resemblance of that, uh-huh. that, um, you know, you, you move around to different parts of the city, you get different ears on the, on the jokes. So you, you know, you, you, you get, you know, a better product in mm-hmm. the end. Um, so, so yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I think it just there's just so many spots to do it. Yeah, do you have uh, do you have favorite spots to do to go up yet? Um, I mean, I you know not to be like whatever. I, I like coming through at the wobbly ladder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that I mean honestly, I don't have a spot where I'm like, I don't want to go yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Do I? No. No, no, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, where, wherever, whenever, even in the the, I'll, I'll, when I first did the park mics or yeah. like the outdoor stuff, like like in the park parks, I yeah, I was scared, I was nervous, I was like, Ugh. um, but after a while, you know, you just got kind of comfortable with it. And, yeah, and, I honestly, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's the best. You just hang out outside, and like, there's like the added element of just that chaos that yeah. comes from just random people walking by it's the best yeah <laughs> um so so yeah. yeah let me ask you this in your um this is the question that i kind of ask everybody we're down to our last like 15 minutes here right. in your journey of stand-up comedy do you have like like a, a message or a theme that you've stuck to within yourself not not with like your material but yep. do you have something that like you wake up and you tell yourself every day to keep going and sticking to it uh yeah. Well, so so um I used to work part-time mm-hmm. at uh at Laugh Boston Comic Club in Boston and um there was I can't remember the the comedian's name. I have I have like a it's not a poster of him. Uh it was Colin Colin something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't, uh, I don't want to say if it was Colin Kane. He, he was, he was a comic. Uh, he was a comedian that really, he was an insult comic. Okay. And, and he was just lighting up everybody. He even mm-hmm. lit up me. I was yeah. like bringing drinks to a table and he was like, Oh, here comes big Kona, you know? And he was just like, you know, just like, he's like, Oh, we, we, we bring these drinks to, he that was not talking like this the way I'm talking. Yeah. But, and I was bringing it to like this, t- this, t- you know, this table of ladies like, Oh, look at these ladies. They're all, oh, they're single. You, you know, you want to be with any of them? And I was like, Oh my, this is my first day or second day on the job. Yeah. And I'm already getting like, you know, a, you know, not attacked, but joked upon yeah. from the, from the comedian. Um, so I was just like, I was like, Oh, it was like, it was crazy. He was really funny. Yeah. Um, and he kind of ended his, um, uh, he ended his show with being. He he kind of said that you know yeah I do these types of jokes all in good nature and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like he ended it on a very motivational point. Um, it was after after the show after yeah. it was done he got back he kind of he was gonna sell some merch. He's like I like to mo- I like to provide motivation for like people, and. He had um like little posters and big posters of just motivational phrases, and one of them I got mm-hmm. um that says "Don't stop until you get what you fucking deserve." Uh, <laughs> I yeah, love that. <laughs> yeah, this was like day two. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it and I have it on my wall. Um, I had it on my wall in Boston, and mm-hmm. I have it on my wall here. Um, and uh, that's kind of like. That's kind of something I, I look at from time to time. Like at, at first, I kind of like would just look at it and just yeah, we're not we're not gonna stop. Um, and then with just the craziness of this last year, especially for like me personally, I kind of looked towards that. You know, the the further I kind of went with what I was trying to do, mm. I was like, yeah, I'm not. There's not. We're not stopping. We're not yeah. stopping. Um, you know what? You know. Um, if I if I if I if I if I could quote the great Joey Coco Diaz, okay, <laughs> um, he's like you you know uh, he he you know he I don't, actually I'm not gonna quote him I'm gonna paraphrase him because okay. I don't know the words exactly. <laughs> Sorry for being too exact, but um, you know you never stop being a, you know if you if you're a comedian you never stop being a comedian you know yeah you you you, you do whatever it takes you do whatever it takes you you know if 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 it means you you know if it means you have to go on a boat for two months to get the money to pay your rent you go on a boat for two months and you pay your rent and you come back and you don't you don't ever stop doing comedy if you really like doing it right you know if you gotta if you gotta work your day job you work your day job i don't think joey diaz said that or he might have said a version of that but you 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 do whatever it takes to make it happen right um and that's like something that i kind of have like also just in the back you know the background of my mind of of yeah you just you just don't don't stop uh no matter even if you're unprepared yeah and there are some you know you know they're 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 even if you're unprepared out of mic and you're bombing guess what you're gonna you're gonna do that and then you're gonna you're gonna say i'm not gonna do that again i'm gonna learn from it and you know lo and behold you know life happens and you still want to go and practice something out you still go and it may not be perfect but it's fine yeah it's fine it's it's all it's all good yeah um and yeah you know you just you just um you, yeah you just don't stop that's it yeah. don't stop don't <laughs> stop i'm not gonna say believing because <laughs> because this may be a journey mm-hmm. but i heard that song too many times yeah <laughs>
there was a bar in Boston I would go to prior to really doing stand up mm-hmm. every Friday night, and they would play "Don't Stop Believing." Every time I was there, and I went there for years. Oh my gosh! And and not just that song, but like a lot of eighties, mm-hmm. um, like uh uh uh, see that girl. Mm-hmm. Dancing, dancing queen dancing queen uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah so so <laughs> uh, uh here we are back on the music um yeah so be 17 that's the motivational yeah, yeah be 17 uh live your life like you were 17 um in other words stay young at heart don't get old yeah don't be an old fellow um if you, unless you want to be and that's fine I don't yeah know. i always think it's like uh when i, when I started when i was 24 yep. and i was like oh man I'm starting stand up so late. Yo. I was like, because there's some people who are like 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, oh man, I wish I'd started like years ago. Yo. But what's kind of reassuring is there, I know so many great comedians who are just older and they're still working their way up, but everyone just loves it. And yep. if you stick with it, I think there's something for everybody at the end. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I started 27, 28. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, and, and I said to myself, you know, I'm, again, turn 30, I want to come, I want to move. I want to study this. I want to do it. We're doing it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, wherever, if, wherever the chips fall, they fall. Uh, I, I, I watched this video. Mm-hmm. I, there's this YouTube channel. It's called, uh, Kurskazat. It's German for mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And they released a, I, I, if you ever, if you ever wanted to do something, right. And you mm-hmm. just haven't done it, or you used to do something, and you stopped doing it because mm-hmm. of life happened, and you're like, "Oh man, I want to do that thing again." Yeah. Whatever it may be, let's say uh, doing little sculptures. Mm-hmm. They just released the video. It's called "Can I Can I Can I Quote You the I'm gonna quote I'm gonna I'm not gonna play it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the name of the video. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, they released the video. Uh, I, I, I watch this channel from time to time because mm-hmm. it is, it is, it is just, uh, a really great, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Gonna, <laughs> You're good. Sorry. We're going to do that. So they, they released this video, uh, about a couple of days ago. Uh, and the title is, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> the tail end. Yeah. <laughs> and they break down. If you were to live to a hundred, mm-hmm. you have 55,200 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for like the first 1800 weeks or so of your life, you are in your adolescence until you're 18. And then, you know, you're then in your twenties, which you're probably pretty much maybe working, uh, in a day job or, or working a job. And then, and then you don't really get to, Go back, you know, if you're lucky enough to have to live to your maybe in your mid 40s or 50s or 60s, you could, depending on what has occurred, retire and do the things you like. So so this watching that video the other the other day was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're 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 here today. We're gone tomorrow. So, yeah, I uh, always thought like when when I was gearing up to move here is the first time I ever moved out of state away from my family. Same. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I remember. The night before, being so so nervous about it, be like, I don't know, do I really want to do this? Like, I've already got the job, I've already got the place lined up. Like, should, should I back out? I'm scared. And I remember thinking it was like, when I'm fucking on my deathbed, <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, I 
almost moved to New York yeah. to pursue stand-up comedy. Yep. I was like, I want to be like, I did it. And I yep. don't want people to be like, oh, he was a st- he tried stand-up comedy for a couple years. I want them to be like, oh, he is a stand-up yep. comedian, yep. you know? I feel you. You got to push through and just... There was um, there's a podcast, which many of you know, called Mango Bay. Mm-hmm. It's two New York City comedians who... They're fantastic, yep. wonderful show. And uh, one of them, on an early episode I was listening to, he was talking about comedy, and he said... You become a legend if you just don't quit. And I was like, whoa, I really like that. Like, it's just like, I will like, if, if like the, like making it as a stand up comedy is like a mountain, yeah. I will be like a little breeze of rain <laughs> every day until it finally falls apart. You know, yes. just, you just got to keep at it. So, yeah. And, 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 and I, I, if I may echo that yeah. to, to honestly, any, any, anything 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 it really is it's it's applied to mm-hmm. anything that you want to do uh just don't don't fucking stop until you get what you do or i screwed up the quote yeah <laughs> the quote that i read every day that's on the wall <laughs> it's uh I, yeah and i also think like aside from like the like idea of like i want to make it somehow it's like you meet so many great people and you do so much cool fun shit just mm-hmm. in in like the world and i feel like if you take if you live your life outside of just a career and a day job yeah. and like pursue something creative where you like that has a community, you're just going to meet amazing people and do all sorts of crazy shit. And it's like the journey is totally worth it. Like, yeah. I don't know what the destination looks like, but yeah. so far the journey has been a blast. Yeah. So. Dude, dude, like, yes, it's, 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 uh, doing this has brought me around like, so like to what you just said, around so many different people and has brought me to so many different places you know obviously not just to new york but just like other like let let to to, to bring up boston again Mm -hmm. i i was in parts of the city that that some of my friends who've been in boston never go or experienced or went to and it's like i wouldn't have been as dumb as this may sound i wouldn't have been in this basement of this bar (laughs) yeah in like in 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 Cambridge or or wherever, if it wasn't because we were all here to right. tell a couple of jokes or whatever, you know, I wouldn't have taken this train. I wouldn't have saw these people. I wouldn't have gone to like wherever if it if it wasn't because of this. So, mm-hmm. um, it, d- it definitely does take you to some weird spots, but that's you for know, sure. I wouldn't have been <laughs> on top of a roof or the or, or your backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> When the rooftop stuff started, I was like, I feel like this is like a little hack to get oh. to cool places in the city. <laughs> like, and the basement thing, I don't know. I it was funny because when I started comedy, I was like, oh, suddenly I know if my normal friends are asking like, what's a good bar or a good brewery? It's like I know so many now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even drink that much. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on, Antoine. Yo, thank you for having me on. I this has been it. great. Awesome. We'll um, we'll we'll get you back on. And like I don't know, I, I want to do like check in episodes with people right. in like you know, like a couple years yeah, and yeah. like come back around. We'll see how everything's developed. But yeah, thanks for coming in. Of course. Do 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 you have a sign off or do you want a radio? Uh or do I, you want a little of both or whatever you uh, want to do? Okay. Uh I'll do I'll do a little sign off and okay. then you can you can okay. come in with the radio <laughs> one. Okay. okay, guys. Yeah. Uh that's it for this week, quitters. Thanks for tuning in. Um I'll post uh Antoine's Instagram in the episode description. You can follow him and he'll occasionally post a show that he's on or whatever <laughs> uh you can also tag him in stuff uh but yeah look at look for him in these streets uh thank you guys for listening and uh, i'll catch you all next week you've been listening to dj antoine and dj maxim allen on w 
DQYDJ. It is 1.40 in the afternoon. Stay sexy, everybody. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.